What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 819. In this episode, I'll discuss the duration of DOAC interference with heparin anti-10A levels. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 819. DOACs that are 10A inhibitors such as apixaban and rivaroxaban interfere with heparin anti-10A level monitoring by causing falsely elevated levels. While many references cite this interaction as lasting up to 48 to 72 hours, I found many examples of a longer duration of interference in my practice. Authors at the University of Virginia Medical Center have recently published their findings that the duration of interference can be 96 hours or even longer if there are interacting medications involved. Their study was a retrospective review of 68 patients that were maintained on either apixaban or rivaroxaban prior to heparin initiation. The vast majority of patients, 85%, received apixaban and the remaining 15% received rivaroxaban. In these patients, baseline anti-10A levels were as high as 3.27 IUs per ml before any heparin was given. The authors found that the mean duration of influence was about 69 plus or minus 46 hours, with a median duration of about 63 hours. Renal function and obesity did not have a significant impact on the duration of influence of the DOAX on anti-10A levels. However, a significant influence on test interference duration was found when looking at patients who were also taking moderate and strong inhibitors or inducers of CYP3A4 and or P-glycoprotein. Amiodarone, azithromycin, and diltiazem were the most common interacting medications. At 72 hours post-last DOAC dose, one-third of patients still had lab interference, and it took over 100 hours before 90% of patients had no remaining anti-10A interference. The authors concluded Based on the results of the current study, it is reasonable to utilize alternative methods to heparin anti-10A for heparin monitoring for 72 to 96 hours after DOAC discontinuation in order to minimize the risk of influence on the heparin anti-10A in a majority of patients. This window of influence may be further extended in patients receiving interacting inhibitors. The corrected anti-10A inhibitor assay is a novel approach to managing this challenge by attempting to quantify ongoing DOAC influence. Current anti-10A level assays are chromogenic. In the presence of factor 10A inhibition, the color change of the assay can be used to determine the exact heparin level. Color change will occur regardless of whether the factor 10A inhibition comes from heparin, apixaban, edoxaban, or rivaroxaban. In a hospital that uses anti-10A monitoring for heparin infusions, this makes for a complicated situation. To use another form of monitoring means a PTT-based heparin protocol, and this means double the number of protocols for a high-risk medication. Whether or not the corrected anti-10A levels can be used instead to monitor heparin remains to be seen. Members of my Hospital Pharmacy Academy have access to in-depth training from a pharmacist's point of view on monitoring heparin with anti-10A levels, transitioning between anticoagulants, DOAC interactions, DOAC reversal, heparin reversal, heparin-induced thrombocytopenia, and additional practical trainings. 
This is in addition to many other resources to help in your practice. To get immediate access, go to pharmacyjoe.com slash academy. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.